You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. I am your host, T Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. And biscuits in the house. <laughs> Stretching. I used to. Stretching. I'm Sha. Long day, Sha. Long day. But we are here now, so cheer up, mate. You're among <laughs> friends. <laughs> Long day, huh? <laughs> Making that paper, stacking. Stack, yeah. Stacking that paper, man. What it may be different say? values in different countries, but I'm stacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Pray, what's pray, hustle, repeat? Pray, hustle. Yeah, that's it. Say what? Pray, hustle, repeat. Oh. Isn't it like some hashtag? Is that a thing? I'm tired of these hashtags, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, today... Um, last episode actually had quite a lot of feedback, surprisingly. And um, I thought we'd be attacked for heresy or something, but people seem to actually have identified with a lot of what we discussed last week. Last week we talked about, well, it's not last week, it's like two weeks ago. We talked about fun and Christians having fun and what that looks like, what it probably shouldn't look like, and how we should actually have more fun in our lives. So leading on from that... Um, we did have a few questions, you know, about going about fun, but in the right way without making compromises. So that word compromise, 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 kept yeah. coming up, which led us to today's episode. Yeah, I think, you know, every time I hear the word compromise, uh, I almost always think of it within a Christian context, right? Maybe uh, not a marriage context. I feel like, or maybe it's because I'm now married that I hear that word so much. I, I suppose, yeah. I, I have no. Um... Oh, we end up my couples sessions, okay? You see, <laughs> oh, we now go to those things. <laughs> yes. Look at you. The, the Zoom meeting. Oh, grown up. We have couple Zoom meetings. Yeah. Talking, talking about what? Last week was about um, resolving conflict. Wow. There was another one about couples praying together. Oh my. Like for two weeks, I think that we were running with that one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually cool. Biscuit, bro. I didn't know you sign up for that like on I'm, day I'm, one. I'm, I'm just, is it like a standard in, package? There's a WhatsApp group. <laughs> I don't have to sign up, opt in for that. So, so you're saying <laughs> when I eventually get married. Yeah. I mean, let me not say eventually. When I get married, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to like start doing some of these things. Well, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to? <laughs> the way you said they have to, bro. It's you actually so cool. so no, you learn a lot. It's cool. Anyway, it's okay. Today we're talking about more exciting things. So, oh, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're thinking about compromise, you're you're hearing it from the sin perspective. When you're hearing the word compromise, you're hearing it from the do something that you may not enjoy for the sake of your partner. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So what, this is actually like death to self. So for all those people out there who are like obsessed with marriage and like stressing <laughs> about when you're gonna get married and stuff, just also be mindful of uh, <laughs> that you're gonna die. <laughs> because <laughs> listen, yeah, just just be ready to die. <laughs> anyway, I'm not qualified to be talking about this, so let me move on. So but isn't compromise like a Christianese word though? Like I almost feel like like I was saying earlier, uh, that every time I think about it, I think I think about it within a Christian context. And what does 
compromise mean? What exactly is compromise? Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to shift to the, your way of thinking of the word. Thank you. Um, yeah, giving a little... How can I put it? Yeah, giving a little. Giving a little. Okay, let me actually look for the dictionary definition while you... Then we can further, uh, further dissect your definition. Relinquishing territory. <laughs> I think um, one step at a time. <laughs> the way I'd see compromises is just an exchange. It's it's a type of exchange. Mm -hmm. You're always giving something to get something else. Bottom right. line, whether it's uh, giving your time to enjoy the happiness of your partner or whatever it is, or it's uh, giving up your integrity for a moment's joy you're always giving something right. to get something else it's an exchange the way i see compromise okay so you can either have a, a, a i guess in the context of marriage those are long-term beneficial exchanges mm -hmm. and then maybe in the christian context they are fleeting quick um, momentary Esau Adams Esau yeah Esau type exchanges <laughs> right maybe that's when they become sin exchanges I don't know hmm. just yeah my dictionary here on my iPhone says oh wow like why was there need to mention the oh no sorry that, that was actually let me yes. open my Samsung dictionary just for this <laughs> oh yeah just, just make yeah, sure yeah, anyway hey this is right since we're at it um <laughs> We need to fact check. My, this is, we live in an Apple, era of fact Apple checking. Watch, it says now, okay, delete that. So, <laughs> but that was so that was so unconscious though. Like really? Yeah, and I wasn't even I wasn't thinking about it that way. Do you know that's just like how bad you know back in the day when a person with an Apple would uh, message you or email you, it mm. always wrote it at the bottom. Oh, goodie, this is from, from, from I think it still message. does it. Yeah, but, it does. Terrible. <laughs> hey, talk about it. We're brainwashed. Mm -hmm. So, my dictionary says a compromise is a middle way between two extremes. That's the definition that's coming up here. Oh, but I like the Samsung, the Samsung definition one right here. It's yeah. the Samsung <laughs> yeah. definition. It's Samsung. A committal to something derogatory or objectionable, a prejudicial concession, a surrender. Yeah, you know how Samsung always overdoes things. Oh to no! Make up but like that for, sentence, for prejudicial <laughs> concession. I think that's where we're, what you're talking about. It's not overcompensating. Okay, your phone just didn't have the right definition. So, okay, so so basically, from what I'm getting, it's it's like a give and take type um, situation, right? Where you are, or you're giving something of yourself, I guess. Of yourself, or something. Oh, yeah. And you're getting something in, in return. And so then there's this mid point that you're supposed to meet some sort of an agreement or mm, I know, I know, I, I know devil, this is a really yeah. bad way of putting it. <laughs> I read that definition again. It's seize. A committal to something. I don't know what a committal is. Um derog a committal to something derogatory or objectionable, a prejudicial concession, a surrender. So there's a yeah. So there's an element of surrender, giving up something, giving up a part of yourself to something, and and I think this is probably the context within which it's used when we're talking about when we're uh, discussing it within Christian 
Christian terms, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, so now, <clears throat> the question then, right, in line with our discussion today, which is around the area of fun and enjoying life as Christians, we have situations where you're having fun, you decide to enjoy yourself, to uh, do whatever. But in the process, you begin to engage in some things that lead to compromise. And then you start to compromise some of your values, some of the things that you're supposed to hold dear. And then that can actually start leading you down a path. And so I guess the, the question then is, how, how can someone know when the activities they're engaging in have the potential to lead to compromise? Hmm. Well, isn't the Holy Spirit is our check? I think you know, usually. It's just that with repetition, this the voice just becomes quieter. The voice is telling you, oh, are you sure you should be doing this? I do think if you're saved and you've accepted Christ and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you know some of these things. Like, he's tuning you. Could you mm, girl, I don't think that's a good idea. Right. Well, I don't know. I think we, we kind of answered that in the last one. You used that um, statement by Ravi mm -hmm. as a measure. I don't know if you can repeat it again, but I think that is supposed to be your measure of whether the direction you're going in is potentially dangerous and therefore is maybe a, a bad compromise. Okay. So are we saying then, guys, yeah, because <laughs> I guess the question for me is what happens, like what leads to good church people, mm -hmm. right? And I'm using the term good here very, very mm -hmm. loosely because I, I do know that only God is good, mm -hmm. as the Bible tells us. But <clears throat> good church folk who love God end up going down paths that they're not supposed to. What leads to that? And sometimes they're not... It's not because they intentionally decided that, hey, listen, I... I want to go and just, yeah, go go punk and just do stuff. But they genuinely hang out with people. They're enjoying themselves. They go out somewhere or it's at a party or whatever it is, right? And then somehow that leads to things or that begins a process mm -hmm. where... Um, yeah, they just end up with where, where they're not supposed to be. So I'm trying to understand, like, what would cause that? I think wallowing causes that. Wallowing? Yes. What do you mean? Like, you know, pigs wallow in mud. Yeah. Yeah, staying in it, rather. Okay. That's another way of putting it. I think the initial compromise, the thing that's so alluring about a compromise <laughs> is it doesn't look dangerous. It doesn't look like it has any long-term harm to you or anyone else. So you're willing to do it for that minute. Minute, You're willing to say, snap, you know what? I'm on a diet. Ah, it's okay. I'll, look, those zinger wings, though. Yeah. I'll just, just today. Just yeah. today. Those are dope, though. They're very dope. They're yeah. they have the dunked ones, guys. This is not endorsed by KFC. We're not advertising them, but <laughs> have the dunked ones. Um, but you, you think, okay, it's bored. Let me have that. Day one. And it really won't have... It has an effect, just not one that you can't overcome. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, one extra day of workout or whatever will kill those calories or whatever it was that it was. But then if you didn't have it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. it begins to have a longer term effect. And by that time, you've enjoyed the taste so much, it's become your habit. Now you're in it. Now you're repeating. And it's been said that you are what you repeat. So that's when the compromise then leads you completely astray and you are now just falling off mm-hmm. or you have fallen off. But that one little first instance is, is you believing that there is no long-term harm that can come off this little slight, I think. <laughs> the, for some reason, the verse that popped into my head is... There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And I think sometimes people take that verse and use it to mentally justify certain things that they're doing. Because yeah. they're like, oh, sure. I'm not going to let the enemy keep me in a place of condemnation. The accuser of the brethren. I'm yeah. not going to let him tell me that, you know, what I'm doing is taking me far from God or that I'm not forgiven. And you keep like, kind of burying some bad <laughs> activities and habits with that confession like, no, there's no condemnation. I'm in Christ. Right. I'm fine. Or you keep telling yourself you're fine. When, mm-mm. <laughs> you're probably wow. not. And you know, that scripture <clears throat> is used a lot, and I think it's used out of context a lot, that the scripture that you just quoted, the Romans 8, 28, that... For we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Or all things work together for the good of those who love God and are, co- and are called according to his purpose. And because the first question is, do you love God? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you called according to his purpose? I feel like a lot of time we just then end up using it to justify certain behaviors, which, which actually contradict that scripture. Mm-hmm. Because our behaviors have nothing to do with loving God. Right. Anyway, that's that's an aside. I want to, just in line with, with, with what you shared, T-Mike, there's a song, a song by Casting Crowns. It's an old song that I used to listen to, and I thought about it as we we're discussing this this uh, topic. It's called um, Slow Fade. Mm-hmm. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. Anyway, that song, brilliant song, there's a line in there. It says, it's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white are turned to gray and thoughts invade choices are made a price will be paid when you give yourself away then it says people never crumble in a day it's a slow fade it's a slow fade and just that whole concept of a slow fade because i think often we think um you know we think of the big sins right somebody Picks up, picks up a prostitute or something. I know that's a bit extreme, but somebody p- picks up a prostitute and we're like, wow, this guy was a pastor or he was an elder or he was a brother in the church. And then we went away. <laughs> and you know, the, oddly enough, <coughs> sorry, total aside, <laughs> on my way here, I was with a guy from the office and he asked me that question. And he was like, yo, have you ever like, you know, maybe wanted to give someone a lift and then not because you're like snapped people will look and think that I'm actually picking up a prostitute. (laughs) And I was like, oh, you know, in certain areas, it's tricky. You might as well just drive on by. Anyway, go on. This is happening to me, though. What? Where where I've just, like, "Mm." where you're just like, "Mm, I can't pick up. For me, it wasn't the whole prostitute thing. It's just like, someone who who looks a certain way, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they're dressed a certain way, 
and you genuinely want to help them, but you're like, Hish. <laughs> bruh. Man, me if I'm seeing with this item in my car. Oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> what? I may have to answer. Stuff has happened. We have to answer. People ask. So then I'm just like, mm, I think it's best I mean, to leave this person in the rain. Uh, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord will provide for them. <laughs> anyway, so but we think of the big sins, right? The big ones, and and yet, it's a slow fade. Yeah. You know, I remember um, specifically when I think when us guys uh, got into when we started when we got saved and started getting into into church and all of that. And I remember it was a, it was a group of us, a whole like it's a whole bunch of us. And guys were really some guys really went radical, burnt their CDs and what what what. And then I remember some some guys then just fell off. And I actually remember the one weekend where guys went to a party mm-hmm. and then I guess things happened at that party and then like some guys never came back. Now I'm not saying oh, that, snap. you know, because we were young. Must and have been some party. But just, it's so interesting when you think of the fact that there were small compromises that were made and then some guys just never came back to the fray, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, but how often does that happen? Right to, to us as Christians, where it's the small little choices that we make, in the in the name of having fun, in the name of hey, listen, I just want to enjoy myself. I just want to, yeah, I just I just want to <laughs> breathe a little, and then you you go somewhere. Maybe you go somewhere with your girlfriend. You go for a weekend to Vumba. Your girlfriend. Listen, people are doing this. So let's. <laughs> this is this is what's happening. And you go with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then you go to you, you go to Vumba, you go to the mountains, you spend the weekend together. Mm-hmm. And you you like you you you're dope. You're good Christian people. You love God. But uh, you yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in the mountains. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With with somebody that you're attracted to. I'm pretty sure you're not gonna be praying and playing Hillsong there. Or maybe maybe you will. Maybe you will. Hillsong in them mountains. You probably be playing play the Hillsong all mm-hmm. the way there. Yeah, playing it in the car. In them all hills. The, yeah, yeah. Play that you hill probably song. need something a little more like textual. Zama. <laughs> well, something that will convict you a bit more. But I'm just saying. Oh, Hillsong I'm just convict. I, I brought Hillsong sometimes is too nice. So. Didn't you see that Hillsong tweet <laughs> about one? Trump? No, that accident. <laughs> hey, accidental right. tweet. Accidental Let, let's tweet. Let's not put out fake news here. Well, <laughs> it's Kate. Listen, it was twi- tweeted from from a verified. It was. Ah, it so, wasn't Hillsong. Yeah, I, they just had. I, I hope they sorted that out. Anyway, nothing against Hillsong. I love Hillsong, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, things happen. You you you're out there with your girlfriend. Or with that your boyfriend. phrase, I think, is where the problem what? is. What? Things happen. Things don't just happen. You got in your car. You fueled your car. You didn't just find yourself in the Vumba Mountains. There was a whole process, like with everything that we do mm-hmm. and situations we find ourselves in. There's a whole process, so and that is the all, compromise. All compromises you're about. are planned. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying they planned. I'm saying it's not an oops. It's not a oh we just fell into the same pitch. There was so much leading up to that point. So many small, seemingly small compromises that lead to the seemingly large one, is what I'm saying. Mm. 
even with the like any example you give i'm not not just weekend away it's like what you're saying with breaking your diet with like i was jogging for like two weeks straight and i haven't jogged in a month because i made the compromise one morning of not getting up and yeah. then it was another morning then another morning now it's been a month and i haven't gone jogging i feel your pain man it's been like two years for me. <laughs> <laughs> i get i get it man i get it <laughs> anyway uh biscuit i shall not comment you need to go, but you, you've got a gym though yeah but you, Shai, you know what happens guy at home the treadmill died and then you start telling yourself, ah, but I can't. Ah, tomorrow I'll go outside and run, 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 uh, run around the neighborhood. And then the next day comes and you say, ah, man, you know what? I can wake up 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And then the day after that, it's like, do I need to? You know what? I'll jog at the end of the day when I get back from work. And then, Guys, we stay yeah. lying to ourselves. Oh, my gosh. Like, you can stop two... by walking the dog. You know that, right? I, I could. I could. But then it's like, man, now I need to find the leash. And then, right. you know. <laughs> so like they say, like there's two of us inside of ourselves. Like trainers always use this analogy that there's a fat you and there's a skinny you. Like skinny you wants to do all the right things. Fat right. you could not care less. So it just depends which one you're listening to that day. And fat you likes nice things like dunked wings and, you know. Ah, he's powerful, that one. Yeah, so, okay, so guys, just <laughs> just bringing this back to um, to what we're talking about, right? Like, especially with, with believers, because things do happen a lot. And you hear that somebody, <laughs> somebody fell pregnant or somebody saying, hey, dude, my girlfriend is pregnant. This happened. Or, you know, I went out and I got drunk. And then, and then sometimes it's actually really bad things that happen. Mm. Or sometimes you catch someone in a funny position. And you're like, wait, <laughs> but dude, like how? Mm-hmm. And you're shocked. But how, how did this person end up here? Or maybe it's, you know, we're talking about marriage earlier. Maybe um, somebody who's married ends up having an affair. And you're like, no, but how is it possible for somebody who loves God and is spiritual and prayerful and all these things, mm. how do they end up in this other extramarital affair? Or You know what I'm saying? And, and this is what we're talking about, that sometimes it's these things that we think are going are gonna to refresh us or fulfill us. or But then they lead us where, where, where we're not supposed to to go to. And I think, you know, that's the, the basic thrust of our conversation mm. right now because it's happening a lot and it's happening around us. As you speak, I'm wondering, would you then say that compromise is, um, is a, a lack of... It's a moment of negligence or a lack of diligence? It's mm. like, it, it's negligence. Right. Interesting. Considering what you've just said. But isn't it also deliberate? It's deliberate, but negligence can be deliberate. I don't say negligence, it just feels like... Negligence, negligence, like you're saying it's a decision. I've decided to ignore that. That's negligence. The government hasn't fixed the potholes. They decided not. They've decided not to. No one one said they shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) They just decided not to. So, okay. Let me actually even bring it closer to home. Well, not not this home, but <laughs> yeah. Let's hear this example. <laughs> uh, it's like this, guys. Right? A single person. I feel like you're really crying out for help. I'm listening. Okay, let me. Okay, let me use a married example. <laughs> so, uh, 
Thanks for offering help, Tim. Thanks for having my back. <laughs> Got so, you. A, a married person. Th- there have been cases where um, somebody who's married has this friend, mm-hmm. right? They they either entertain somebody that they're not supposed to entertain or yeah. you've got this other friend of the opposite sex and you're, you're friends, right? But I think deep down you know that this friend, or maybe it even start, maybe it starts off like that where it's just a, a friend, mm-hmm. innocent friend. Yeah. But then it's that friend that maybe you, you, you don't want your spouse to know that you're chatting to, mm-hmm. right? And then... I think that's actually the beginning of the compromise. The moment, the, the moment you, you feel like you can't open up to your partner about this other person, mm-hmm. right? Why is that? And this could happen to even, you know, you're, you're in a courtship or in a relationship with somebody and you're not married yet. And then you've got these special friends or this special friend of yours, right? That you, you keep a secret or... And I think the moment you have secrecy, and I'm, I'm using this, of course, within a relationship context, and I'm not claiming to be a relationship guru in any way. I'm not far from it. But then I think that is where the risk now becomes even more heightened. And, and that's where the compromise begins, mm-hmm. right? Where you feel like you, like there's no accountability. So to answer you, Biscuit, that I think the first thing is that aspect of accountability, if you feel like you can't be accountable about someone or you don't want to be accountable about someone, yeah. then maybe that's already a sign that, hmm, that there's something there that you need to be careful about, right? Yeah. And not just someone, maybe something. Mm-hmm. If, if, Biscuit, you're my friend, if you can't, like if, if you confront me about something, you say, Kuda, dude, what's, what's, I'm, I've been finding little joints in your car. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> okay, like homie, what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I get all defensive. I'm like, hey, dude, it's my life. Leave me alone. Oh no, 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 man. It's I picked up a couple of dudes. Then you find those joints again, and you see my behavior starting to get funny. Like the moment I, I am, I feel like I have to defend something. Mm. I think already there's there's a problem there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, agree, agree. Um, a thought came to mind uh, on that. I guess closely tied to what you're saying the reason why i would be able to to question you or ask you about these things is because i'm aware of whatever standard it is that you've decided to subscribe to so i'm holding you to that standard so i'm guessing the other aspect of compromise is it can only be compromised if it's against a standard mm-hmm. right so maybe the first thing is what is your standard because yeah. if your standard is very low, then you're not actually compromising against anything, Kevin. Mm. <laughs> you're just operating on your, your the life, the level yeah, that you chose to operate. Yeah, you're very low standard. Yes. <laughs> but then if your standard is very high or, or what is a godly standard, then that's when you know you're compromising, um, when it's not meeting that standard or you're doing something. Like in the example of uh, keeping a friend whom your partner would not like, mm-hmm. the standard is a godly marriage and a union that was brought together by Christ, of which he, and God is the third part of your union or whatever. If that's your standard, then there's no room for this other person. Yeah. And therefore, you can be questioned on it. Mm-hmm. So the, you'd be compromising against your standard if you allow that relationship to live on. 
Bro, let's school these married people, bro. What <laughs> <laughs> kind of school us? You know? Wow. you know what? I think they're just waiting for us to join the groups wow. when we jump in. <laughs> I think they need us. I they don't even us. know what they're discussing if we're not there. What could they be talking about? They need us, bro. Hey. Yo. So, okay, so I like what you're saying. Um, and I guess, because my, my next point was going to be about, um, as believers, what are some of the active steps that we can take to guard against compromises? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think you, you actually started on that where you're saying you've got to have a standard of some sort. Right. You've got you've got to have your standard that you that you live by. Yeah. And that's what you're going to be measured against. That's what you're going to measure yourself against. Yeah. But I think there's there's a baseline standard that every Christian has, which is the Bible, which is the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so the question I have to all of us today is how many of us are still really using the Bible as our standard? I think more people are using um, messages as their standard. Yeah, messages They're not and, using the Bible. and doctrine, church yeah. doctrine more like as it, their standard. It's more what the word of, uh, not the word of God, the word of the pastor has mm. said that becomes their standard. But or even the standard of their friend circle. Like mm, we're true. all churchgoers. We all know we are in this room and we're all Christian. But... There's some things that we do and we all think it's fine. I think this COVID time is a fantastic time to see people's compromises because they haven't had their church backup. They haven't had their church communities or their friends around them to monitor and and uphold them to certain levels. So maybe, audience, uh, it's a good way to, it's a good time to check with yourself what have you slipped on um, during COVID times. Were you hanging on to it because... Mm of the standard of your group or or did you really believe it? Yeah. Why, where were you slipping? Yeah. And were you slipping because you didn't have people around you to be your popo? And where were you sleeping? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> where were you sleeping? <laughs> Sorry, I got my accent wrong there. Where were you? <laughs> where were you sleeping? <laughs> where, where were you sleeping? Where were you sleeping? Um, so, <laughs> so, wow, this is, and, and you know what, you're definitely right, Biscuit that there's the popular saying which says that you're not faithful until you've been given the chance to be unfaithful, mm-hmm. right? And I think this applies to, to a lot of things as well in our lives. Um, but guard, I think, you know, just guarding against compromises has to do with, with that. Like I said, having, having the standard that we live by. What is our standard? Do we still hold the word of God as our standard? Unfortunately, we're living in a world right now where there's so many different standards that people are starting to live by, right? Yeah. So many pressures that are there, social media, you've got your popular people that you follow. And I think it's very easy to start to drift yeah, from, and from also the biblical standard. We, we don't like to call things sin anymore. We don't like to, well, we see it as being harsh, but... Like, until the word of God says, if you know what you ought to do and you don't do it, already that is sin. But there's so many other things that go on or that we do or people around us do and all celebrity, whatever, that are now normal, but are sin. But we we don't want to call them that. And we'd rather sanitize things in our hands as well as other things because we don't like that word anymore. Yeah, We don't even like to call things sin. Yeah. 
We'd rather play it down to be like, ah, it's just a phase or it's just experimenting or it's just, ah, <laughs> whatever. But like, yeah, we, we really run away from that word. In which case you're not going to repent of it or turn from it because you, you don't consider yourself have, as having sinned. Yeah. And then we get into the whole don't judge me thing, right? Yeah. Don't judge, don't judge. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is we're, we're making judgments all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Bible, the Bible actually tells us about judging. It, it, Jesus says, um, he says, do not judge by mere appearances. <clears throat> I'm forgetting the, the scriptural reference for this, but he was talking to the Pharisees. And, but God knows we're going to judge. We have to make judgments. Just for us to get here today, we've had to make judgments right yeah. on the road. So we're, we're constantly living lives where we have to make judgments and mm-hmm. evaluate things. And we're going to have to judge one another, right? But mm-hmm. all, all the Bible is saying is that don't judge. Jesus says, don't look at the speck in your brother's eye yeah. when you've got a whole log in your own eye, mm-hmm. right? He's saying remove that log from your, from your own eye so that you can evaluate or, and judge where your brother or sister is at so you can help them. Yeah. And I think this is the thing that we want want to live these lives where we don't we, we don't want to get judged by people. But what we call judgment is just excuses for our compromises, isn't it? Yeah. yeah more a lot often of the than time. Not. A lot of the time, not always, but a lot of the time definitely. Yeah. Um so maybe I I guess a couple of more examples of things that like what what other steps can people take? Um, to guard against compromising. We've said what? Accountability. Yeah. And having a standard. And having a standard. I think those are some of the main things. If you're continuing to read your word and you know your standard that you are living up to and reminding yourself of it daily, it's a bit harder to compromise. Or at least the Spirit is speaking to you in a more audible voice for you to know that mm, Banapa, you're about to about to compromise, proceed with caution. Mm. Um, I guess you just need to also watch what you feed yourself. Yeah. The ideas that you let take root in your mind. Yeah. Those sometimes can grow to become compromises or to give you appetites for things that you will compromise for. There's a, a line in a song... What are those guys who we like? Which ones? DC Talk. Oh, D- oh DC and Talk. Yo, wow. haven't heard about DC Talk in a minute. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I think one of the songs said, even the smallest seed can find the light of day. So, yeah. Hmm. The song was kind of about things that we allow to grow within us. Yeah. That those small things, things that we just think, ah, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. But... It's still finding a way to grow. It's finding those little <laughs> rays of sunshine and those yeah. little droplets of water. And it's slowly, 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 slowly growing mm, until it's bigger than you thought it was and you actually have a problem on your hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. And, and I guess another thing is the, the, whole, the whole issue of um, discipline. And discipline is not a very popular word. <laughs> but no, it's not. If you look at the people, like the people that we admire, the athletes that we admire, the musicians, all the people that we think are the it, right, in their, in their various spheres, even in, in business, you notice certain patterns 
of behavior that are there. You notice certain disciplines that they've developed that have helped them to get to where they are. And I feel like often as Christians, we, we, we kind of downplay the importance of discipline. Mm. And not just discipline with things like exercise and working out, but discipline with our appetites. Mm. Right? Discipline, like you mentioned, Biscuit, with the things that we watch. That we watch. Right? <laughs> Dis- <laughs> discipline with the kinds of conversations we're having mm-hmm. yeah. with, with, with people. Because, you know, listen, the, the truth of the matter is that certain conversations are just juicy. <laughs> I, I the, this is the truth, right? They're just some juicy conversations. And they're people that you know. They just have a way of bringing <laughs> it out of you. Juice. And if you're a person who likes to conversate, hey. <laughs> to conversate. <Then. laughs> and, and some of those conversations lead you to places that you're not really <laughs> supposed to be going, yeah. Right. I would say conversations after midnight. <laughs> generally, midnight, bruh. Best that college. late. Huh? I remember when I was young, I had a rule of no talking to boys after nine. Yeah. And I was like, don't call me. Why are you calling me at nine? Actually, I think it was even eight. Yeah. I, I, had, the nine, I had the 9 p.m. one as well mm. for a very long time. And it mm. helped me mm. until I broke it. So, <laughs> you see, and... And it's like <laughs> until you compromise and it's five like, past nine, ten past nine. <laughs> past nine. <laughs> but but this is what happens that when we don't develop these disciplines, then um, we don't have the guidelines or parameters that we have in place that help us with our with our behavior. And I would say, you know what? As we grow older, sometimes we feel like ah, you know, I have more freedom. I can do whatever I want. But I think even as we grow older, we need to go back to those disciplines, mm-hmm. to go back to some of those things where, where, where we challenge ourselves to say, hey, sh- do I really need to be talking to this girl? Right. Do I really? And people will tell you that, hey, dude, you're in your 30s, man. You can talk to whoever you want. Yeah. But really, is that is that really the... the, the... Is age the determinant? Exactly. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, or to that boy or to that guy or whoever it is. Right. Or sometimes it's not that it's watching stuff. Mm. What, what are you watching? What are you spending your time? What are you subscribing to? Some of the, some of those movies that we're watching, they're not good for us, mm. right? And then, of course, pornography. You know, that, that's a whole nother... I mean, like, porn is a whole nother discussion. Yeah. Hey, yeah, and then Insta, even, like, on Instagram, sometimes it's just like, yo, bruh. I get the weirdest DMs on my business account. I do not even understand how to right. find me. But... But I think it's important for us as, as Christians to be real about these things because they are yeah. they, they are real things. Mm. And often the, 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 I think the, the trap that we fall into often is that I am I'm grown up. Mm-hmm. I make my own choices. So I, I do what I want. But you're still a child of God. Yeah. I think often we know our own weaknesses. It's not like I can come into your life and be like, okay... Cookie Monster, you're weak in this area, so to combat that, you need to put up this parameter, this parameter, this parameter. I think everyone kind of knows, to some extent, the areas of struggle. Where Biscuit might not struggle, but I struggle. So, yeah, maybe you can be on Insta and on the Explore page and go ham. For one other person, it's fine for them, even if they see some big booty judy there they're not going to click on it because he's not that way inclined but if you know that that's an area of struggle for you you have to kind of give yourself rules of okay for me i tend to fall into this trap so it means either you just shouldn't be on instagram or you 
you don't go to the explore page. I don't know. But I feel like we all have an idea of where our areas are, where we're weak. Yeah. And it's kind of up to you to to put up those parameters or go onto your iPhone and restrict certain sites mm. <laughs> or, or put those things there so that it's... Obviously, you have the password. You can then unrestrict them. But the thought... You, you have to go through a layer of decision-making before you do it, making it harder for That's yourself. Good. So, yeah. It's yeah. one way. Um, and then I guess as we wrap up, I want us to just talk about maybe the people who have compromised in certain areas and maybe it's big compromises, maybe they're like right at the beginning of, of the compromise path. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how does one recover from a compromise? I guess the first thing is at least acknowledge that it was a compromise. Okay. Um, some people, if you can't even see... Don't blame it on a demon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. None of this. It was some spirit that came upon me stuff. No, no. Especially if it's a habitual thing. Yeah. That's, uh, yes, I mean, there are things, yes, that I will not say that the enemy isn't strongly opposing you. Mm-hmm. But um, if the power to overcome it has been placed within you, surely you have a responsibility and you are probably just putting this in front of yourself as well. So maybe first acknowledge it is I. And then begin from there. Yeah. Um, take some responsibility. Take some, yes. Take some take responsibility, responsibility for that. Um, I would tie that with take responsibility. Feel, if it's something that you really don't want to be doing, yes. Feel the shame. We have such an anti-shame culture these days. Yeah. Some of it is good. So feel that shame. But then, of course, don't stay in it and start beating yourself up about it. Yeah. You are still loved. Yeah. You're still a child of God. Just because you did that does not remove that from you. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you have no right to hate yourself. Yeah. But you can't stay there either. Yeah. So I think first step is acknowledge and feel it and then use that to start doing something about it, I guess. Quick, quick question. Yes. Yeah. What about if it's a compromise that you enjoy? Like something that you really enjoy and are enjoying. Aren't, there, enjoying aren't those all compromises? Most of them are because things you believe you're going to enjoy or you do. Okay, yeah. So all of them is going to be some level of suffering or, or self-denial because you definitely like it. Definitely. <laughs> Good point. Good point, Dad. Um, <clears throat> and then I would, I would also add to that and say, first things first, I think we need to come back to we need to come back to the basics to, to really ask ourselves what it means to be a Christian. It's not just a label that we put on ourselves. Um, it, it means that we believe in God, we believe in Jesus, and that Jesus is the Son of God and that he died for us, right, and that he rose from the dead. And so and we, we need to remind ourselves about why Jesus died. Mm-hmm. It was for our sin. And, and I, you know, I, I believe that it's important for us to, to fight for our relationship with God. Paul talks about contending for the faith. And, um, yeah, and, and I think part of what happens with compromise is that slow fade where we, we lose the fire, we lose that, that, that love for God, we lose that, that passion for Him, and slowly other things start to take over. Yeah. And 
Yeah, and, and I think, I guess, repentance. That's what repentance is, right? Mm -hmm. Making a new decision. Yeah. The old is gone. Yeah. It's come. And, and realizing that it's about God. It's not, it's not about church. It's not about being part of a church. All those things are important. Mm -hmm. But f primarily, it's about your relationship with God. And if that's what you've lost, or if there are things in your life that are jeopardizing that, then I think that's the first place um, to begin. Yeah, sure. Then I guess... Last but not least, I would also say, we know this already, but we need to revisit this. What kind of people are you surrounding yourself with? I think this is such an important point. Are you, are you surrounding yourself with people who, who challenge you, especially about these issues, who remind you about what's important, who point you to the to the truth, who point you to the cross. Mm -hmm. And it's not comfortable, you know, it's not it's not nice when people are in your space. But are you allowing people into your space? Yeah. Right? We're gonna help you with your relationship with God. Or do you now think, ah, oh, you know what, I'm too old for that. I don't think you're ever too old for that. No ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess th those are the things I would say to our listeners. Um that as we enjoy whatever we're enjoying, as we're having fun, uh, we need to be mindful of of this. And I guess the, the things that I shared last week uh, from, from Ravi would still apply mm -hmm. to this as well. But be mindful of the small compromises. I think the last thing I will share, I don't know if you guys have anything else that you want to say, is that scripture in... Thanks, T-Mac actually reminded me of this. Songs of, Song of Solomon 2.15, which says, Catch for us the foxes. The, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards. And you can, you can read it in many different versions. But the whole concept of the little foxes, those small little things that, yeah. are, that, that end up ruining the very thing that we're trying to build. Yeah. And we need to be mindful of those. We need to pray that God helps us to see those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. He can reveal those to us. Yeah. If we let him. Cool. Yeah, the the friends thing, I think, as you said, is probably one of the most important because those are the people you walk with. Um, don't be afraid to cut them. <laughs> and sometimes you might be the problem, friend. You might be the problem, friend. Ooh, yes. You might be that's, the one who's causing good, other people to stumble. Wow. So also don't be so hurt when they're not asking you to come or visiting or whatever. <laughs> you, that That's probably a signal that you are causing people wow, to stumble. Wow, man, that's such a good point. So that where, where are you causing, causing other others people to, yeah. to compromise? For real. Because you could be the problem. Because like I'm part of this, there's this, there's this uh, club on my phone like for jogging. Mm -hmm. I don't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> because they're all saying, oh no, I did my 10Ks today. I haven't done any. So if I say something, I will cause them to stumble. No. Let me just be quiet. Oh, wow. And just let them, because they'll be like, yeah. Let's get to the right thing. Do, I, I, I think I'm doing it. I've, I've cut myself. <laughs> oh my goodness, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been real. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I, I really hope and pray that this will begin to get your wheels turning. Yeah. And um, to, to start examining. Uh, I just things. thought of that verse. Some ish, guys. I feel like people listening to this podcast think, do those guys even know versus like actual <laughs> at least that's what in 28 <laughs> but usually we're so vague like yeah somewhere in songs 
anyway <laughs> the one that says lord um you know examine me and show me the wicked ways in me yeah and restore me to the path everlasting that was some serious paraphrasing search me oh god yes yeah mm. yeah yeah that one so god does have the ability obviously he knows us better than we know ourselves better than our mom knows us our friend knows us our husband or wife knows us so if you invite him in to search you out and see if there's any vile thing in you see if there's any compromise in you see if there's any small thing that right now is still small still manageable and can just be you know nipped in the bud he will do that for you he will reveal it to you and it's just up to us to be that kind of that good soil that's willing to be worked with Psalm, yeah, just be ready it's Psalm 139 verse 23 <laughs> thank you <laughs> Psalm 139 y'all be yeah. willing cuz mm, when he starts it's, telling it's you it's uncomfortable being pruned and being plucked and things it's it's not a comfortable process but the end of that Psalm whatever yeah. that verse then says and lead me in the paths everlasting obviously what he has for us is better than these things that we're allowing to fester within us yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah invite him in be ready that he might say some things that you don't want to hear but it's all for for you for your betterment and for your peace and for your joy ultimately in the, at the end of the day because Amen. even if we're not feeling like the compromise is taking away from us slowly it's chipping away mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right peace peace later Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.